This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by MyBookie and Thrive Plus. MyBookie and Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome in to Moneyline in week 14. And we are about to bring the boom. In studio with none other than the statistician, Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? How you doing this fine Sunday fantasy playoffs morning? Morning is what I'm doing because I didn't make the playoffs in my two leagues, so I'm morning because I didn't get there. But it's a good day. My man across the glass, he, I saw him on Twitter talking about he was hitting the gym before today. He was so hyped. I saw that. No Latina ladies last <laughs> night. Talk to him, Cam. That's accurate. Yes. I couldn't sleep, man. My one day to sleep in, and you know what? I couldn't do it. I was excited to be here again. So, yeah, I went across the street, hit the weights, and then, you know, here I am. Shout out to all the Latina ladies for him. <laughs> Call in 713-780-3776 to get at us anytime during the show at Moneyline975 on Twitter. Let's get this thing popping, Josh. Man, I am ready. It is, it's finally upon us. We, we've been waiting all year. If you're in the fantasy playoffs, congratulations. These games mean a lot more, and they're a lot more fun to watch because you know what wasn't fun to watch? Leonard Fournette on Thursday Night Football for my <laughs> fantasy team getting stuffed at the one-yard line like 10 times in a row. I wasn't really happy about that. I don't believe I was facing Derrick Henry in any of my leagues. Did you see what he did the other night? It's insane. It's insane. That run, I, I, I didn't even catch it live. To be honest, I wasn't trying to even watch that game. I hadn't bet it. So I said, let me take a night off. And then all of a sudden, I see Twitter blowing up, talking about Derrick Henry doing this, Derrick Henry doing that. They were talking about it, uh, reminded him of Clinton Portis for all you old heads back in the day. <laughs> and and it, it's just insane. It's insane what he did. And if you started him, then, then props to you. I don't know how you got to. <laughs> the playoffs but uh but don't get me wrong we uh we it's it's a crucial week going into the playoffs Connor out Beckham out actually we'll get to that later on during this segment with Andrew I'm really curious and I know a lot of you are ready to hear what he's got to say because it's go time and your main guys might be out that's that's terrible feeling this is how fantasy goes right I was talking to Andrew before the show and you know you start out the year starting Todd Gurley and all these great guys. And then when the fantasy playoffs come around, you're like, I think I'm going to start LeGarrette Blunt this week. You know, he's going to be my league winner. Welcome and, and back to 2015. Be, I know, <laughs> man. The guy switches teams like Andrew was saying every year. And somehow he makes an impact at the end of the season. He might have a decent game today. I mean, carry on Johnson's out. LeGarrette might fall in the end zone a couple times. And Derek Henry, it's all these guys, you know, Justin, Jack, you're starting guys that you've never heard of in your entire life this week. Tell me about it. Yeah. I'm I'm fighting to make the playoffs in the league that I run, and I have Gordon and on Johnson out, which Ooh. means I'm starting. I think I have three running backs that I picked up off the waiver starting this week. So, uh, yeah, 
We'll see how that goes. This is a rough week. A lot of people are going to have to make these calls. With James Conner out, a lot of people riding that train all year. Do you go with Samuels, Stephen Ridley? I mean, I guess if you're in a, you know, you're in a PPR, Samuels is the way to go there. But it may, Ridley might get the goal line work. And speaking of rough week and calls, we usually don't take calls this early, but I see a smack talk call. Yeah. It's the Fantasy Listener Leagues for the Moneyline uh, listeners. And let's see what we got going. We got Nick on the line. Let's see what he's got. Yo, 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 coming live from NRG Stadium, taking my oldest daughter to see her very first Texans game. Nice. But I'm representing the Moneyline Gamblers League. I'm coming for you, Bell Cow Ricky. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Bell and if, Cow Ricky. If, if I do come through, Josh, you know what that means. I'm uh, you're next. Ooh, I, I believe I'm on an I'm a on a buy this week. So that that's kind of nice through all this kind of crap that's going on with all these start sit trouble. I, I'm on a buy this week, but man, I, that that I think that's the league where I have a stack of Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, and that league has gone pretty well for me. So, you better watch what you hope for. Yeah, I, I know Nick's coming after me, and you know, good luck to him this week. It's been really fun playing against everybody this year. It is know. no, and and seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get some smack talking. Don't let don't let Nick get the best of everyone. He started on the on the Twitter that earlier this week. Yeah, we were we were going back and forth, and this is what it is about getting to the playoffs. Like I said, I'm I'm in mourning, but I'm living through you. I'm living through you, Nick. I'm living through you, Josh. I'm living through everyone because right now I'm I'm, I'm out I'm out of luck, man. Man, but that's okay because we have daily and we have gambling, and so we have a lot of other cool stuff to do. And we realize a lot of you guys listening, maybe you didn't make it in your year long league, your redraft league with all your buddies, but you're probably still playing DraftKings. You're probably still betting on the game. So we're going to talk about that stuff too. And the other thing, obviously we're going to talk about the Moneyline Leagues like we just have been, but we're going to look forward to next year just a little bit as well because we're going to talk about what the top 10 of the draft might look like next year. Now that uh, I don't think Kareem Hunt's going to be in that top 10, guys. What do you think? Eh, Probably not. Hail to the no. Yeah, hell nah. So he's not going to be up there. So there's going to be some shifting going on for it's going to be really running back heavy. I'm just kind of teasing it now. We'll get into it but it's going to be really running back heavy and what's interesting is when we hit the third round you're probably going to see guys like aj green and ty hilton there like wh- what you do you know? do with a philip Lindsay next year oh, you man. Know? <laughs> i think he's a second round pick i you mean know? what do you I'm, do I, I, he's got to be he's been incredible and speaking of which we're going to get to our fantasy cash and trash so my, you just mentioned my guy right there that is my fantasy cash from last week is philip Lindsay. that dude went off my man did you see what he did he went for 28 fantasy points he just went crazy i i remember tweeting out he scored his first first touchdown early in the game he was uh, one of my plays of the week last week and i was excited to see that that he got it going really early is there anybody that uh you can think of that had a really big game for you last week dfs or otherwise i have to constantly refresh my screen when i see this but did Josh Allen score 28.7 fantasy points last week? Right. I don't know what's going on. 231 passing yards, two TDs. Now, his two interceptions did keep him down, but why did he have so much? It, it's it's his rush yards. Nine rushes for 135 yards. Yep. That's what gets you. If you could have a quarterback like that, it, it's, it's insane. I mean, just put it this way. Philip Lindsay had 157 rushing yards. Josh Allen, a quarterback, 135. Oh, man. That... It's unbelievable. Some people are starting him over like guys like Tom Brady this week. I don't know if I would have the stones to do that, but people are doing it. And that's the new age of football now. If you can get a quarterback that you can rely on to get you at least those 
three, four, five attempts, that 30, 35 yards, that's a good three and a half points that can separate you right now in a crucial point of the moment in the teams that are playing for playoffs. Three points is everything. And my man, Vanilla Ice, Christian McCaffrey, Ooh. went off again for me. Five straight weeks, I think, of over 30 points. And you know what? To Josh's point, I have him tagged up with Philip Lindsay in my league that I have a buy on this week. So those two dudes have been beasting it the last couple weeks. His box scores, 31 points last week, 46 the last before, 17 on an off week, 36, 32, 31. It's, it's 30s all day. Like, if you get him, uh, it, it, you barely count for 30. If anything less is an off day for him. It's unbelievable. It's been a, a crazy run to the end of the year here. And um, what about some guys that didn't do so great for us last week? Uh, Matt Breida didn't come through for me. Brittle Breida? Yeah. Man. Hey, can you believe it? He hurt his ankle and had to leave the game. Can you believe that? Every I mean, time I see him now, I think about that. I'm like, I there too. goes Brito Breida. Like, even if he doesn't get hurt, I'm thinking, like, he's hurt. His feelings are hurt. Something's hurt on this guy. It's just terrible because if he could stay out there, he's such a good back. Yes. He, he can, he plays, he can, he can be a pass catching back. He can do everything. He's actually good at blocking, but injuries and that's what is the worst thing you can have on a on a fantasy team because you can't rely on them and then worse is it's not even pregame injuries he gets injured during the game so you you put him out there and you're like okay he's good everything's looking up and then he gets hurt it, it's unbelievable it, it, i think it's just that san francisco running back thing is so tantalizing right because it, whoever they put back there tends to be pretty damn good in that Shanahan system. So, you know, Wilson might be a guy that people are looking at this week. He may be able to do something. And at least Brita, uh, Brittle Brita, is, he's ruled out. You know, we see it so often. We're like, oh, he's not going to play this week. And then Friday he shows up and, you know, does a limited Remember practice. Me? Yeah, and then he gets in there and then they split the carries and then you don't know what the hell to do. So at least he's out this week. So, yeah, he was one of my losers from last week for sure. Another loser last week. Matt Ryan. Yeah. 131 total yards, one touchdown. And, I mean, I, I'll give credit where credit's due. I got schooled last week. Remember, I went up against Holly with the uh, with in the Falcons-Baltimore yeah. game. I put my name on uh, Baltimore. I did all these fancy things. And, and I mean, I'm sorry, on, on uh, Atlanta, and nothing came through for me. And then on the other side of the glass, Sunday night, I'm hyped up at the house. My Pittsburgh Steelers are playing. We yeah. come out. We're pounding. I'm throwing darts. I have a little magazine cover of Cam's head. I'm throwing darts at him. Like, yeah, take that, take that, Chargers. And then I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. That, that comeback. I mean, and they say ever. That's the they never blown a lead at home like that. And I was shocked. I, I was like, well, they have this one pretty much wrapped up. So you know, I started doing something else for a few minutes, and then came back, and I was like, what happened? You know, the Chargers just came roaring back, man. That was Cam happened. Yeah, Cam happened. You I'm like sure that? he was. I'm, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that's not what I was expecting there. So, hey, you never know. One of the other fantasy trash from last week. How about Tyreek Hill, man? One catch for 13 yards against the Raiders. And if you watch the Raiders, the, if you watch that game, he was just a step off. Like Mahomes was overthrowing him by a few yards on bombs where he had the defender beat. And it's like, man, how many people were on him? He was highly owned in DFS. I yeah. was all over him, and I was I was in really good spot going into the 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 later games. And I thought I was money having him, and nothing, nothing at all. I ended up getting surpassed by everyone else, and. Man, he killed a lot of people last week. You know, a lot of people needed to win to get into the playoffs last week. And, I mean, listen to this. On the 11th of November against the Cardinals, 117, two touchdowns. Against the Rams the following week, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Ooh. And then you, you see him playing the Raiders. The playoffs are on the line. You're like, yeah, 
one for 13. <laughs> I mean, that's just – That's criminal. It, it is. That's I mean, criminal. You, I mean, that literally kills you. You know, if he catches four balls for 50, maybe that doesn't kill you, but one for 13. So, yeah, that, that was a disappointment last week for sure. Don't disappoint me. The injury expert of the world in FGAL media. Let's hit it. Breaking news. News flash. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's going on? Not much. So, starting off at quarterback this week, Joe Flacco is probably going to be on the bench. I think he's going to be on the active roster. But Lamar Jackson, we already know he's going to start. The real question is going to come next week is Joe Flacco, if, if they're in a position to make a playoff game, is Joe Flacco going to come in for Lamar Jackson? I think this week is going to be really important to decide who's going to start next week and who's not. If they're not in the position to make the playoffs, I'd expect to see Lamar Jackson here on out just because he's their, clearly their guy for the future. But if they're in a spot where they're looking to make the playoffs and Lamar Jackson has a stinker this week, there's going to be a whole lot of controversy going on up there in Baltimore. Sam Darnold, he's going to be active for the first time in a while for the Jets. Moving over to running back Kenyon Drake, he's going to be active. He's had his shoulder injury that he's been dealing with for a bunch of weeks, but he's had the same designation for multiple weeks now. He's going to be good to go. Moving over to wide receiver, Julio Jones didn't practice on Wednesday. He was limited on Friday. He's going to be active. He's good to go. Same thing with Michael Thomas. He didn't practice on Wednesday. People were a little bit worried, but his ankle's good. He's going to be good to go. Over for the Giants, Sterling Shepard, he's dealing with a rib injury, but he's going to be good to go. And that is pretty big news because Odell Beckham Jr. is out this week. So you think you would think that he's going to be getting the majority of the targets, but then again, it's the Giants, it's Eli Manning. It's, it's tough to trust him. Sammy Watkins is out. He's, his season's done in terms of fantasy-wise. He might be back for the playoffs, and the NFL playoffs, I should say. <laughs> but uh, in terms of fantasy, he's done for this year. Deshaun Jackson's out with his thumb injury. He hasn't played for a few weeks now. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, he's questionable, but he's already got the green light, so he's going to be good to go for the Colts. That's big. Moving over to tight end, Rob Gronkowski. He's active, and he's really turned a corner as far as his health goes. He was actually removed from the injury report completely on Thursday, so he's probably the healthiest he's been maybe all season. So expect better things to come from him as the season continues. Eric Ebron, he's active for the Colts. Nice. He didn't practice at all until Friday, but he, he's been he's been dealing with all sorts of stuff all year. <laughs> he's wrapped up like uh, a mummy, but he keeps playing. But he keeps playing. He keeps getting touchdowns, so he's going to be good to go. Evan Ingram is active after a couple weeks out, and David Njoku will be active as well for the Browns. I'm going to be back at the top of the hour with all the late-game stuff, the rest of the actives and actives. What else you got, Jerry? Where can they find your work at all throughout the week, man? I know everybody bothers him, hounds him, but this is what he loves, man. He, he gets This is what he loves. Tell him where to find you. Uh, if you have any injury questions for me, just hit me up over on Twitter, at HypedUpAndrew. I'll be happy to answer him throughout the week. Appreciate that, Andrew. As he talks about... T.Y. Hilton, and we look at Andrew Luck. I see a lot of places out there having the fantasy points set to 20 and a half. Now that he's confirmed, and T.Y. Hilton's history against the Texans, and we'll get into that next segment when we preview the Texans, I have to hit that 20 and a half. And where do you hit that at? MyBookie.ag. Online destination for all types of gambling. Safe, reliable, business in years. You know I've had problems in the last few months with places trying not to pay out. I keep it all public. I let you know, like, hey, man, this is my mistake. Don't make the same mistakes I do. Go right now on your computer or mobile phone to mybookie.ag. Get your account started using promo code RADIO. 50% match bonus. 
put a hundred in there, they're gonna give you a free fifty to go ahead and fire off today on some of these bookie buster plays, on some of these under the radar plays. On Andrew Luck over twenty and a half points today in a game where they need to win, it's gonna be a shootout, I believe. And go ahead and get that money in there. Again, go to mybookie.ag. Radio is your promo code. Radio and deposit right now. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh, I had to do a remix. I got a thousand dollar shirt plus three hundred dollar kicks. I know you mad cause your gal love my voice. Oh, I know you mad. I'm on the cover of the source. No. I take 15 minutes to drop a track, boy. You ain't know I got Houston tatted on my back, boy. I'll be in Philly with this is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on Twitter at Moneyline97. Josh Jordan, 97.5, is yep. it? At, yeah. He changed it up. He changed it up so you can reach him there at Clutch City Cam across the glass. And yours truly at Jerry Bow Knows. Let's get this thing going. Let's talk some Texans. It's such a big game today. And it, it requires a whole segment to get this thing going. No doubt about it. We talked about T.Y. Hilton there. Looks like he's going to go. That's going to be a big, big bonus there for the Colts. I mean, he's had a he's had a career of torching, you know, the Texans secondary. So hopefully that's not the case today. But I have him in some of my fantasy lineups. But thankfully that team's on a bye. So I'm cool with the Texans shutting him down this week. I haven't put him in any daily. What do we expect out of this one? This is actually... Let's just get right into this, Jerry. You know we do the little uh, the, the pick 'em, uh, the contest we do with all the hosts here at ESPN ninety seven five, and we we pick the games that we like of the week, right? And uh, I, I took the Colts plus the <laughs> me, points. Me too. Did you really? And that's crazy. We haven't <laughs> spoke about this or anything like that. So just so you, and it's crazy because okay, we're in top three. You. Me and AJ, and yep. I'm and I'm pretty sure AJ's on the Colts. Yeah, I, I talked to him. I was like, I wanted, I wanted to be able to make up some ground on him. So I was like, I heard you're picking the Colts, so I don't want to take him. And he's like, actually, I haven't put that in yet. I haven't decided. So I put in Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, man. I said, do I need to make up a ground a ground on him right now? Or do I need to do I need to go poison his coffee something because yeah. <laughs> we're getting to the end. Maybe three weeks left or something. I talked to him. It goes all the way to the AFC and NFC championship game. Does it? Yes. So you're saying there's a chance yeah so we got some time i'm sure everybody listening is like what are y'all talking about well we we pick games one college game one pro game every week against the spread and we compete against all the other hosts here but i didn't know how long the contest went and i know you didn't either but yeah i asked aj so it's going to go all the way until right before the super bowl so we're going to go through bowl season we're going to have we're going to have some more time to do this thing so it should be fun and obviously it keeps us engaged you know we're on top of the gambling and fantasy stuff anyway but it's it's nice to compete against everybody and and there is a prize, so hopefully uh, one of us will come home with it. That'd be good for a uh, team money line to come away with that. AJ, we're coming for you. <laughs> like Ebron coming for the Texans today? Man, they are so bad against tight ends that I think he could have a pretty nice game today. What do you think about him? Seventy-eight point three percent of catches 
are made of the targets are caught by the tight end position against the Texans. They've been hammered 769 yards, 9.3 yards per attempt. That's what's crazy. Every time that you t- that you fire off the tight end, it's pretty much a first down. And on the other end, six touchdowns to the I mean, it's it screams for Ebron. We know that he's been a, a, a ball hawk, a touchdown dependent one. But last week he had 10 targets. So it wasn't just one of those four catches or two catches with two touchdowns. I mean, he's getting looks. He is, and you know, let's remember Jack Doyle's out for the year, right? So, a little more target share for Ebron. Obviously, T.Y. Hilton's his main target, but you know, Andrew Luck loves to throw to his running backs as well. That's that's kind of his deal. So, I think we're going to see a lot of that today, and that's also kind of a, a weakness of the Texans is pass catching running backs. We see what James White always does to us. So maybe uh, Hines does some work against them today. I, I think Marlon Mack is going to go. But, you know, he's been banged up. He's kind of got that brittle Brita thing going on. Uh, so we'll see how that shapes out. What do you think? I think Deshaun could be in line for a good game today. What do you think about Watson today against the Colts? A clean pocket is what I see. Indy's defense has just 13 sacks over the last eight games. They rank bottom eight in quarterback hits. That's really good news whenever you think about the Texans and the first thing that comes to mind is a struggling offensive line. That has gotten better over the last few yeah. weeks, you could say, but that's also because Deshaun isn't sitting back there having to throw the ball 35 times. You know what I mean? They're limiting to 25 or lower, fewer throws, and that's actually helped the pressure, actually helped them overall. The ball's moving. Everything's working. The defense has given them good field position. Everything's looking up. That's why today is such a crucial game because – you figure you win this, yeah. it's your division, right? I mean, the only other tough one you got is the Eagles on the road, I think. And, you know, we saw what Jacksonville did on Thursday night. They're not scaring me too much. I think they'll be packing up and getting ready to go to Mexico, you know, game week 17, because they're not going to the playoffs. And so that should be a little easier for the Texans. So, yeah, I mean, this is a big one today. This, you know, this is the game. And, I mean, they're at home, so... You know, hopefully they'll come through. As far as for fantasy, I I think Watson's kind of been pretty good because he, he's running. You know, he's getting about six or seven runs a game. He's getting you some yardage. That gives you a nice kind of floor for Deshaun. And I think he'll throw the ball a little more today because we bet that we think the Colts are going to cover. So we probably think it's going to be a pretty close game, right? Exactly. So I think I think Deshaun's going to have to throw a little more today. What do you think? And I think he'll use Lamar Miller in that throwing in the pass game yeah. some or whoever the running back is at that moment because the over the last month the Colts 3.16 yards per carry. That they they've been holding opposing running backs to nothing but then you have Miller. What's Miller done over the last six weeks? He's been good. Uh, 111 yards uh, averaging per game. He's been getting in the end zone when he needs to. Uh, it's it's a strength against weakness kind of a thing. And yeah. it's it's I got to take the Colts in a game that I predict to be a field goal game, and they're going to give me over that. I mean, the line even was at four and a half, five. And many people are saying, how does this line make sense? Because last week the Browns closed at the same pretty much four and a half range for and you so you're telling me that the browns and the colts are equal teams who would you bet on a neutral field i would bet the colts and that line is telling you that they're even teams which i find is not true i i agree with you that's why i that's why i bet that side of it so i, I just think the colts need the game more just to me, it just it's that simple. Texans are going to make the playoffs unless something crazy happens. The Colts, they got to win today. They got to stay in the wild card mix. They got to challenge for the division. 
you know, the Texans need the game because, let's face it, we want them to have home field advantage and not have to go to Foxborough to play the Patriots or something like that. But the Texans usually drop a game like this typically because they don't, you know, they're probably going to win their division and host a home playoff game. Colts need this. Their season depends on it. I think that's going to show today. What do you think about as far as the pass catchers on the Texans, Cam? Is your boy Demarius going to go off today or is it a D-hop game? What you got going? Look, last game they met, D-Hop had 10 receptions on 13 targets for 170 yards. So we know Deshaun Watson's going to air it out. Kiki Kuti actually led that game in targets with 15. I'm not saying Demarius is going to take up that role and get 16 targets. Demarius has kind of been off and on. You know, we saw him do something the first game, nothing the second game, put up big points in the third game, and they kind of disappeared kind of in the fourth game. So it's kind of up in the air. I mean, I want to say that he's going to take that spot because I think that they're going to obviously double-team DeAndre Hopkins, and so all those targets got to go to somebody. It's not QTA, and it's not going to be Will Fuller. So I'm hoping that it's going to be um, Demarius, especially since, uh, surprisingly, the Colts actually play the tight ends pretty well. So I think Demarius Thomas is going to have a big game, actually, yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. And when Cam, like, he talks with Demarius Thomas, apparently, because he knows when all his big games are going to happen. Remember, Cam called the two-touchdown game for Demarius a couple weeks back. Put my name yeah, on this. That was if a- Demarius <laughs> Thomas scores two touchdowns today, I'm getting Cam a DT jersey for uh, Christmas, straight up. It, it could be a college jersey if you want his old school or throw, or you can get the Texans You, you know what, dog? And that works now because he's not on the Broncos anymore, so I don't have to worry about a. Uh, you know, crossing the boundaries with my Chargers. Okay, you and you heard it here. Two touchdowns for DT, and I'm running online. <laughs> it looks like uh, we got a call in here. Looks like Nate is on hold. Uh, let's see if we can squeeze him in real quick before we hit the break. What you got, Nate? Hello. Hey, Nate, what you got for us? Hey, guys. J-Mo, what's happening, brother? Hey, what's Boy, going you're on? you good, my friend. Quick question on the season-long fantasy, man. I'm, I'm kind of in a spot on the running backs. I'm, i got to choose two of the three between Eckler, Theo Riddick, and uh, Duke Johnson. i got to use two of these three scrubs, unfortunately, in a, a PPR league to, to get to move it in the playoffs. What you got? I don't think Duke is going to play, so I think that might clear it up right there for you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. Uh, actually, the uh, I'm sorry, not Duke Johnson. Who was my fourth one? Uh, Theo Riddick, Eckler, and, and Chris, Chris Thompson. I'm sorry. Man, that's a, that's a tough one. I'm definitely going with Eckler this week. Um, I, I think you could get it. Is it a PPR or standard league? It is PPR, and I know Giants defense is soft, but, I mean, with Sanchez, I'm thinking he's dumping it off. But everyone, everyone I see keeps saying – Eckler is probably going to get his touches cut in San Diego because Jackson's shown last week, and then Theo Riddick, we all know he's nothing but PPR. But so um, they all seem even. So I'm just trying to find if you think one is just the dud. I have Eckler projector for about 15 points. I have Thompson around the 10 point range. Now, as far as ceiling, also I have Eckler having a slightly higher ceiling. I see Eckler getting this ball. I think he's uh, now. What scares me there is that big point spread. And if it opens up, what happens? Do they lean on the traditional running back that is Jackson that can run between the tackles, or 
what happens and what in what scenario will they use Eckler more than Jackson? And that happens to be in a close game or in a game that they're trailing, which it's like a 15, 16 point spread. So I don't see it that way. But I see Eckler getting in that end zone and hopefully he does it in the in the first half. Maybe he gets in there twice and you're not even worried about it. Go with Eckler there. Don't uh, don't get too cute right now going into late to season. Last thing you want to do is been is be wondering why Mark Sanchez didn't get the ball out. And, and that's why you went down at the end of the day. It's a blessing right now that you have Eckler and that Gordon is out. So you get to take that blessing for what it is and start him. Yeah, yeah. To, 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 to the Eckler point, look, he disappointed me last week with only nine points. He only had 21 rushing yards, so that tells you something. He still caught a ton of balls in the pass game. So even if Jackson gets most of the touches in the ground game, Eckler's still going to get a ton of uh, of looks in the, in the receiving game. So I think Eckler is pretty much a must-start. Yeah, me too. So out of those guys, I'd start Riddick and Eckler. Chris Thompson's just a little hard to trust right now. That's just me. I think Theo Riddick's going to get his catches, and it's a PPR league. So nice floor there. So that's what I would do. And good luck today. Yeah, thanks for the call, Nate. All right, so there you go. Anybody else? You guys have any fantasy questions? Hit us up, 713-780-3776. And I also want to let you guys know we are going to have a special guest in studio at 11 o'clock today. Do you know who that is, Jerry? Uh, word out is Lance Zerline. Yeah, man, and we are we are really happy about this. He wants to come on talk some some of his gambling picks, and while he's here, we're gonna go ahead and try to dig into his brain on some things. We uh we had just like a a Sunday service before the show, and uh, he kind of spoke some game to us, things that he's been working on in the off season, and we'd like to kind of get in his head about it. No doubt about it. Lance was giving us uh, some ideas of some of the players he's watching. He does you know the the draft anal- uh, analysis for the NFL Network. So we're going to have him on. We'll talk a little Texans. Like Jerry said, we'll talk about some of his gambling plays. He's a part of our Gal Media All-Star segment that we have every week. But Lance is up here watching tape. So we thought, why not bring him in for a segment and, and talk to him in person? So that'll be great. Go ahead and get that. Uh, go ahead and start drinking some beer. Yeah. Go ahead and start getting that Thrive Plus ready. Lance yeah. is coming on. We're about to fire off some Gal Media All-Star picks. Tell him more about that. Dude, I'm telling you, this is a big Texans game today, guys. I know a lot of you are on your way to that game to tailgate and you're gonna have a few cocktails and you're gonna probably have some barbecue but you know what you're probably not gonna feel that good when you have those meetings on monday morning i know i have editorial meetings i have to come in and i have to be alert and and be creative and have ideas and when you're hungover, that doesn't really work very well that's why i take thrive plus guys you know what i took last night i had a I had a few cocktails. I had a little bit of Jack Daniels last night. Uh, somebody was kind enough to give me a nice bottle for, for Christmas, and I broke into that. But I had the show to do with Jerry, my man, and I knew I'd, I wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel right. I wanted Thrive Plus. So I had my bottle. I took my three before I went to bed, and I feel great. To, I'd feel great today, guys, I'm telling you. And that's why I started using Thrive Plus. All you do is you take your three capsules. You feel better the next day. It's designed to reduce the alcohol's negative effects on the body by giving your liver what it needs to process the alcohol. I'm no scientist, but I've tried it and it works. You don't have to just take my word for it. The product was recently on Shark Tank and the founder is an Ivy League graduate. They had five PhDs on this on their team putting this together. And they tell you if you don't feel 50% better, they will give you your money back. So guys, Thrive Plus, it's a Houston-based company. If you order before 4 p.m., you're going to receive it the next day, guys. So I highly recommend you do that because I know you're going to be feeling bad on Monday. So to order, just go to Thrive Plus or go to DecideThrive.com. That's DecideThrive.com. They're even on Amazon. Look, guys, I don't drink without Thrive Plus, and neither should you. Go check some out today. Make their place. 
And the swiftness of the ranger is still talked about today. Texas Red had not cleared leather when a bullet fairly ripped. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome in. We are back on Moneyline. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe, Cam Behind the Glass. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. And get your fantasy or gambling questions in. I mean, I've Jerry Bo sitting next to me. If you're not calling and asking him for gambling advice, I mean, what are you thinking? <laughs> it's Jerry Bo here, 713-780-ESPN. All right, we are back. And we talked a little earlier about maybe what the fantasy landscape is going to look like next year. And I just thought real quickly we can hit on maybe what what the top 10 will look like next year when we when we get the new uh, when we get the new season upon us after everything that's happened this year. And what I've noticed is it's it's going to be pretty running back heavy. So you're going to have your obvious guys at the top, right? It's going to be, we'll just kind of name them off, right? Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott. Those guys are all going to be definitely going in the top 10. Who else can you think of that's on that list? I'm, Some, I'm pulling it up actually. Melvin right. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Melvin Gordon's going to be in there. I mean, he was he, he, the pace he was on, especially if he could stay healthy for a full season, he's just as, as, as strong as any of the other running backs. Now, when it goes to the number one pick next year, let's not leave out Le'Veon. Does Le'Veon have a Ooh, team? Yeah, you know that's what a I mean? good point. Because this year it was Gurley or Le'Veon. Next year, I think that it'll be Gurley or Barkley, to be honest with you. Yeah, I do too. I Man, Barkley looks like the real deal. Christian McCaffrey's got to be up there, right? Yeah, he's got 296 points this year. So as it goes right now, you got Gurley, Barkley, McCaffrey. McCaffrey's only seven points behind Barkley. And that's what's crazy about all this because, like, we spoke about the Philip Lindsay's of the world. What do you do with him that he's getting almost those kind of numbers with yeah. way less touches, way less touches, way less of hype behind him? And. You're going to have that one guy that had him this year, and he's going to creep up in that draft and grab him early. That's the thing about it. They're not sleepers anymore, man. There's No. The day and age we live in now, there's no more things as sleepers or anything like that. You just got to go out there, and it's about picking your spot and getting them before someone else does, or if somebody gets them, hopefully they took a bad risk on them. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. I mean, everybody kind of they pay attention to this stuff so much more than they used to year-round. Where does James Conner go? That's what I was going to say. I think he's got to be – Right after the the elite running backs and the elite receivers, I think he like maybe se- early second round. Let me let me paint a picture for both of y'all and, and let, let's play this out with the second pick of next year's draft. Gurley off the board. Who do you take, Josh? Man, I, I'm just taking Saquon Barkley. The upside. And usually I go a little safer, but his upside is just ridiculous. With the third pick of the draft, Gurley gone, Barkley gone. Who do you take, Cam? Oh, I'm going Alvin Kamara because I don't know if Ingram's coming back. Yeah, that's, See, and that's, that's fair. And, and that's fair. That's fair. So then with my pick, say it comes to me, who am I grabbing? McCaffrey or Connor? I mean, it's crazy. It, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's crazy the, the options you're going to have at running back next year. And these are these hybrid running backs. Look at the guys that we talk about. All of them can pass catch. Gurley, Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Connor. 
all catch back. None of them traditional, just hand the ball off 20. They're all hybrid running backs. They are. And, I mean, even Zeke Elliott, I mean, we haven't even talked about him that <laughs> hey, much. Uh, you my, know? my bad, Dallas fans. I yeah. done forgot about Zeke. How can you leave Zeke off? That, and that goes to show you how crazy and how deep it's going to be. I for, completely forgot him. I'll, I'll admit, I completely forgot about him. No, I mean, he's definitely going to go high. And what about a guy like Adam Thielen? I mean, is he going to be the number one receiver next year? I mean, oh, yeah. your boy Devonte Adams. Yeah. I mean, the Julios of the world are still there, and you saw him start off this year with not being able to get in the end zone and still being a top ten threat. Now he's been getting in there, but where does he fall against people like Hopkins that that can get in the end zone no matter what? Oh, I mean, it's crazy. Where's Tyreek Hill land on here because he's consistently inconsistent at, at points. Don't get me yeah. wrong, and his road home splits are weird because he's better on the road for whatever reason. But you got Devontae Adams week in, week out that you can for sure count on your money. Where does he go? Where Brown, is he still the number one guy? Because every year yeah. you have him up there as undoubtedly the number one uh, receiver. He gets taken in between all these running backs. And now all of a sudden, you got a second th- Like, man... I need dealing. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's I'm I'm so excited to see what happens next year. Start planning ahead. Start planning your keeper leagues. Start planning. Yeah. I mean, if you trade picks, start start planning. Your season's not over because you didn't make the playoffs like me. Call me. I got nothing but time because I'm sitting on the <laughs> sidelines. No doubt about it. It's interesting, right? Like I, I have the list in front of me just where we are on points per game right now. And it's Gurley, Barkley, McCaffrey, Gordon, Kamara. So your top five are all running backs, just you know, in your leaders this year and I think all five of those guys are going to go in the first round next year then after that I'm just going running backs it's James Conner, Zeke Elliott Kareem Hunt, Yeah, I don't think you're taking Kareem Hunt in the first round next year guys, sorry about that one, so I mean so Elliott's definitely in there so I would say the top six are going to be running backs and then, I mean then maybe you start mixing in some of the receivers uh, like you were talking about maybe Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, how have we not brought him up? And of course, DeAndre Hopkins and, you know, Beckham's always in the mix there. So I I think the thing to, to take away from this, guys, is it would be really nice to pick maybe in the top five or six so you get one of those great running backs because you know you're going to get a good receiver in the second round there's just so many good ones because you got you know Thielen Adams Brown Michael Thomas DeAndre Hopkins Julio Jones Odell Beckham Stefan Diggs Keenan Allen Juju you know one of those guys is coming back to you and then you might even be able to grab like AJ Green or T.Y. Hilton in the third round that's how you start a draft if you want like Zeke Elliott you know uh, maybe Michael Thomas or something like that or Beckham in the second round and then the third round, maybe you get A.J. Green. Like, wow. Just look at it. Thielen, he's got 134 targets. Julio, 133. And Brown, 135. Those are the three guys that lead in targets big time. Thielen, though, 98 catches out of those 134 targets. You look at the other guys, he's, he's got 19 more catches than, than Antonio Brown. And that's why he lead, he's leading the scoring going down the stretch. 270 fantasy points for receivers. Then you look at someone like Julio. Like I said, he has the 133. But he's only got three touchdowns, yeah. which drops some big because you have Devontae Adams with 11, Hill with 11, uh, Michael Thomas with eight, Antonio Brown with 12, which was considered kind of an off year for him yeah. for what he usually does because you got Juju right there in the top 10 as well with uh, 119 targets, 83 catches. So, I mean, he, he that. that takes away from Brown what he obviously can do. There's no, going to no be, I it. believe, eight running backs drafted in the first round. Oof, and it's man. because we're turning into this game of age where running backs are receivers. I mean, if you look, Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Alvin Kamara, 
all have over 80 targets. I mean, you're talking about basically a wide receiver and a running back's body. It's yeah. definitely going to be running back heavy next year. At least eight running backs in the first round. And you know what? I would even be... I'm somewhat confident saying that Nick Chubb could go in the first yeah, round. The only thing possible. that scares me is he's handicapped by what we just talked about, which is the receiving game. I think he only has like 20 this year, but we've seen the dude be able to put in work. So I'm looking for eight or nine running backs if we're talking about like a 12-man league. And let's talk about another position that usually going into the year, you know the top tier, and that's a tight end. You usually have yeah. your Gronk and then your Kelsey, but now you have people like, Hurts that he's an automatic. I mean, the the the, yeah. the numbers he puts up from the tight end position wins you weeks on its own. So where does he go? Because you have now, let's say the tier one is Kelsey Ertz and maybe Gronk. Because does Gronk still have the he, ceiling that yeah. these guys have? He might retire. I'm hearing it, rumors of that, and it's crazy because going coming into this year, he was the automatic. Kelsey was the automatic. Ertz was that man. He's gonna get his, and people were all over Burton. Trey Burton was. Yeah. The, the Cinderella tied in because everybody thought he was going to fit into the system and all. And it failed. Yeah, <laughs> it, it hasn't turned out. Instead, I mean, just put it this way Trey Burton's getting outscored by Austin Hooper. <laughs> Hooper's been coming on lately, Ho- man. Hey, Hooper's been hooping out there. 138 <laughs> fantasy points. I mean, think about that. Trey Burton, who drafted who drafted Austin Hooper? Nobody. I guarantee you got him pretty much on the free agents yeah. list. And then how many people went out and wasted seven eighth-round picks on Trey Burton once they had their two running backs, their two receivers? Their, they went and grabbed the quarterback early. They said, hey, man, I'm missing only one spot. That's Trey Burton. This is a championship team. <laughs> Epic fail. Epic fail for sure. Yeah, I mean, you really did well tied in if you ended up getting like Eric Ebron off the waiver wire or something like that. That's where he really killed it this year. The, the, the tough guys for me next year is where's Aaron Jones going next year? Where's Leonard Fournette going next year? Mm. I mean, second, third round, right? I mean, it, it's got to be in that area with Philip Lindsay. What about David Johnson? He was a top four pick. Yeah, we haven't you even brought about him, him up. You yeah. forget about him. What about Adrian Peterson? Did he have another year of the fountain of youth? He's been good this year. This is going to be really interesting. I, I, I think it'll be fun because I think there's – there's a lot of good fantasy players in the first two or three rounds of the draft. So I think I think a lot of teams are going to be really loaded with their first two or three picks. Boy, you better make it up in the middle round so you can create some separation. I think waiting on quarterback is the way to go. We said it before the season started. I wish I would have taken my own advice in one of my leagues where I snagged Aaron Rodgers in the fourth or fifth round. And, you know, he hadn't been terrible, but he hasn't been the old Aaron Rodgers either. I'm kind of excited to see the backups of Jacksonville. Like, what's going to happen with Yeldon and Hyde? Are they going to get unloaded and go to a team where they can start? Because we've seen Yeldon is able to put up points when he starts. And we saw what Car- – I don't, I don't understand – the deal with Carlos Hyde. I mean, the, the dude was a beast his first couple of years, and then unfortunately he just gets traded to trash teams and doesn't get playing time. So I'm kind of excited to see what him and Yoda do next year if they get starting roles. Yeah, I thought it was really peculiar that they signed him to that deal and then traded him, but I don't know. He's a guy that gets banged up, and there's got to be a reason he's bouncing around teams. And then you have James White. Ooh, 76 man. carries, and he's a top 10 running back in scoring. How does that happen? Because he has 74 receptions, 659 yards, and he's gotten in the end zone six times. 100 targets. 
100 targets for a running back. If you tell me that, <laughs> I mean, 100 targets, and we're not even through the year yet. No. If you tell me I'm getting that, I'm drafting him when he falls to you. People aren't going out there and just saying, man, I'm getting James White this year. No, he, he's great, but he's not that sexy player that, you know, you're like, yeah, James White, because he's always sharing time. And I, I call him Bellatrix, where you don't know what's going to happen as far as which running back he's going to play each week and who's going to get goal line. It's a mess. So it looks like we're up against a break, but I did want to mention the one guy I think that's really going to raise up or rise up the boards next year, Amari Cooper. You know, him him staying in Dallas, like he could be a second or third round pick next year. He's been fantastic since he moved over to the Cowboys. So we'll get to him a little later because I, I might have him as a play this week when Ooh, we get I'm to curious. that segment I'm, a little later. I'm curious, man. I'm curious what you got on the Cowboys games. We are going to be getting into all these games coming up on the next segment. We don't have Josh ADHD today, so we're going to be hammering these games. It's Moneyline 97.5. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-3776. You can get us on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. Let's go ahead and tease it. Lance Zerline on next segment. Yeah. You know he usually does his Gal Media All Star picks, but today we get him live. We get him live. He's gonna he's gonna be able to talk about it a little bit. So make sure that you listen up. Next segment, we're getting it on. It's gonna be great. Lance in studio. If you have any questions, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. We'll hit on uh, some of the plays Lance likes for this week. We'll also maybe a little bit of fantasy, but. Uh, if you checked out the last segment, we talked about kind of what the fantasy draft will look like next year. So now we're going we're gonna to get into more of the gambling stuff here. We're going to go through the games. And, uh, hey, if you've got questions for Jerry Bowe, you know what to do, 713-780-ESPN. You can also hit us up at Moneyline97.5 on Twitter. So I wanted to start with this game in particular, Jerry, because I was really, really kind of fighting myself about this one. And the game I'm talking about is Baltimore at Kansas City. And it looks like Kansas City right now, about a six-and-a-half-point uh, spread. You know, obviously, they're favored in this game. This is one I thought, like, if if it's under a touchdown, maybe I like Kansas City. I, I almost picked this game this week, Jerry. What, what do you think about this number? The, I, I kind of want to get your take on this one. You have to have the right remedy to keep an offense like that off the field now. What remedy would that be? The run game, right? Keep the chains moving. Keep the clock going. Keep that offense off the field. You get exactly that this week. A Ravens team that thrives on running now with Lamar Jackson against a Kansas City defense that quietly, quietly is tied for the most yards per carry allowed on defense. So 
to open up a lead like this is going to be tough against a defense that's the best defense is sc- scoring defense in the league going against the best scoring offense to me and I'll have a little stat I'm teasing that on money on my mind I have a pick on this game and I have some numbers that tell you about defenses best defenses in the league against be- best offenses what has happened historically in those matchups but I can see Baltimore keeping them off balance and keeping running that ball. This is going to be their first true chest in a while for Kansas City, and they're going to have to play physical. This is going to be a physical game. This isn't going to be one of those games that that you think that they're just going to get out there and dice them up. I don't see it. Now, last week I was up against the Ravens because I said I, I figured if Atlanta scores, then how will they catch up? And that's what's been going on lately for Lamar Jackson. The game script is played to him because he has such a good defense. If the defense keeps you in games, he doesn't have to go out there and make the throws that will probably hurt him. He just has to maintain. He just has to keep running the ball as long as it's a one-score game. And a lot of these games, they've had the lead. So it plays perfect for his skill set. In this particular game, I think that it's going to play to that. A lot of places, you know what happened right whenever that line came out of 7.5. It got pounded right away to 6.5. The, the pros, all the all the all the pros made sure they got under that seven point to you know what I mean they they, yeah. they killed it and now you have that line sitting six and a half six and a half some places seven if you can get it at seven take a solid seven Raven ooh okay so that's interesting I man that's such a tough one right because great offense versus great defense you always wonder how that's going to play out what about the total do you have a an opinion on the total this week it looks like it started at like fifty three and a half. Looks like it's down to about 49 and a half right now. What what do you think about that move right there? Well, that goes to show you again, sharp money saying it's it's too much, but it correlates to what your pick is because if you think that it's too much and the line's going down, then in a in a, in a low score game that you would think Baltimore seven points pl- comes into play. Yeah. If it if it's supposed to go over that fifty one fifty three, if it's a if it's a thirty something point uh, thirty something point uh, Chiefs uh, score, do you think that that Baltimore's covers? It's probably likely not. So if it basically correlates, if you're going to take Baltimore, it's most likely you can play it a parlay with the under. If you're going to play Kansas City, play with the over because it's most likely Kansas City has to win in a high scoring game if Baltimore is to to cover that spread you better believe that they're going to do it in a lower scoring game man good advice there from Jerry Bow. um before we move on anything fantasy out of this one we want to hit on temperatures are going to be freezing so if that comes into play we've talked about Tyreek's Hills uh the home the 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 Bad performance he had last week in the prime bounce back position he's in. Sammy Watkins out. Where do those targets go? They got to go to somebody. Man, I, Kelsey, I guess, is going to have a big day. I'm, I'm thinking that. That's. I mean, Spencer Ware is just not that guy you think of that's going to come out and catch a bunch of passes like Kareem Hunt. And that, that's why I love this under, man, because the, the Ravens have allowed the second least uh, receiving yards to the position. So... Where are they going to get all these points? Because Spencer Ware didn't. I mean, he was the darling last year for uh, last week for everyone because he was so cheap in DFS world, and he didn't ultimately do. I mean, don't get me wrong, he got his, and, and yes, he he scored some, but can he do it against this defense? And if he can't do it, and then the Ravens can stop the the pass, where where do these points come from? Where do the those fifty three, fifty four, wherever it's at now, where do those points come from? I don't see it. I don't see it. I see the Ravens Ravens trying to trying to slow play this, trying to trying to slow down the pace, move the chains, get into a favorable position, go into the to the fourth quarter in a one point uh, one one uh, score game. That's the ideal situation. And, and keep in mind, Baltimore's offense hasn't been slouch of late. They've been averaging twenty eight points over the last three weeks. They beat an Oakland team 34-17 that uh, Kansas City gave up 33 points to. So 
Baltimore's offense is kind of rolling right now. There you go. And if I wanted to bet the Ravens today, where do you think I should go do that at? There's only one place. Where where is it? My bookie. My bookie, guys. The reason Vegas makes the lines is so we can bet on them. You can listen to our show, listen to Jerry Bow, and then you go to my bookie and place your bets. Just remember, guys, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. MyBookie.ag is the online destination to get action on any game. And, guys... You know why? They're reliable. They're safe. When you actually bet with them and win, they actually pay you. They've been around for years. They do a great job. That's why we recommend them. When you win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, rewarding player perks, and we can bet on fantasy performances. So, you know, a lot of the times Jerry likes to give out how many catches a guy's going to get in a game, how many fantasy points. Well, we bet that on MyBookie, guys. So just go to your computer or your phone, go to MyBookie.ag and get your account started, guys. Use the promo code RADIO. So just go to MyBookie.ag ag today that's m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e dot a-g and don't forget to use the promo code radio that's right guys you play you win you get paid my bookie left my homie's house pay picked up a girl been trying to dig since the 12th grade it's ironic i had the boo she had the chronic the lakers beat the super sign this is nolan ryan you're listening to houston's best sports talk espn 97.5 <laughs> 